Yo, this is Blippi Man out here in Denver. I love you so much. This is not a Goose Podcast. This is the Great Beyond. Unfortunately, it's been much too long since we've sat down to record, but thankfully, it's been for good reason. Full capacity shows are back, and we're sorry they've occupied so much of our time, but we're here. You know, we're ready for episode 7. But before we dive into leg 2 of Summer Tour, I wanted to ask you guys what shows you've been to in between Goose shows. Been back to a few, especially at the Sultan Room, which is in trendy Bushwick, Brooklyn, oh. New York. Really, really cool show. Very the special hip. brought it. Um, we took a great beyond field trip to Eggie at the Levitt Pavilion in Westport, Connecticut. Um, and of course, I was able to catch DJ Greg Knight um, at Cervantes with uh, the Kitchen Dwellers. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> yeah. I missed most of that, too. I know I was there. Um, yeah, but as my friend Drew can attest, I was like kind of not there. But um, yeah, but that was a lot of fun. Denver was a lot of fun. It was a hell of a weekend, quite the whirlwind, but really cool to see Greg up on stage there. Yeah, your boy's back. <laughs> we back. <laughs> Joey, so what? Uh, you've been all over the place catching a whole bunch of stuff, huh? Uh, well, yeah, Blue Note is jazz club down in the village in Manhattan, uh, is hosting like a summer festival kind of thing where just a bunch of shows got released on their schedule. So Ghost Note was great to see. And then my podcast hero, Eric Krasno, did his E3 trio down there. Uh, Trey Solo Acoustic at the Beacon, just because I love to be shushed so much. <laughs> uh, Foo Fighters, Full Capacity at Master Square Garden with Chappelle on stage. And then, best of all, Peach Fest, my first Full Capacity festival since the pandemic. And Goose was heavily represented uh, in the t-shirt game. Thank you to... Commander Q. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the merch manager, Naveed Cornerman. Yeah. Shout out to the rookie. Absolutely crushing, hustling merch, man. And um, yeah, I, I, he's hustled me for a lot of my money as well. But, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, that's what that's what they hired him for. That <laughs> uncut print was way more than I expected, but he he talked me into it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, the uncircumcised dark, dark horse. <laughs> <laughs> who, who has the wall space, really? <laughs> um, but needless to say, we've been busy. We've heard the calls of listeners while outliving the lives we've missed for a year during this darn pandemic. And we're back. We're going to deep dive into leg two of Goose's summer tour and highlight some of the great moments moments and definitely tell some more stories from the road and we'll also be speaking with rob chafin drummer from the works and promoter of one of the band's favorite venues legend valley but first let's check out what's going on in the news Uh, just do a good job okay (laughs) (laughs) see you next fall So after our sound engineer just pumped us up, I'm ready to do the news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Look at that. It's always good to have someone local singing. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right, we're ready? All right, so coming in hot with news and announcements. Uh, as many of you might already know, uh, Peter was out in Denver with his original band, Great Blue. They stuck around for a week after Goose crushed it in front of 5,000 people at Sculpture Park. Uh, and they played Friday night, looked like a great show. And then Peter hung around, went to Red Rocks to see String Cheese Incident, and they invited him up on stage to play with them uh, during Jellyfish. 
and that also looked awesome. So some great video from that. Yeah, yeah, it looked incredible. Peter played some keys, some claps, some organ. What can't the man do except for keep great blue t-shirts safe? Um, it's too soon. Yeah, sorry, way too soon. A uh, bunch of great blue merch was unfortunately stolen from a porch in Denver. However, the guys have t-shirts on sale. Be sure to support them, greatbluemusic.com. Go buy one of those tees. Sorry, Andini. Oh, damn, that's what's in that box in the back of my fusion. <laughs> <laughs> well, <a> anyway. <laughs> so, uh, Floyd. Yeah, not much on the news front from Goose. It's been pretty quiet, but we got Floyd Fest coming up this Friday, so uh, go see Goose at that. Are you guys going to that? No way. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try to this thing called sleep. <laughs> see, see how that goes this weekend. Heard of it? Yeah, good um, luck with that. Yeah. Goose is crushing Friday. Crushing yeah. it Friday night. Also, our homies Melt are playing on Friday night. Definitely go see Melt. Um, they're they're going to do their thing at Floyd. Really, really wish we could make it. Um... But otherwise, like, I feel like finally we can all take a little bit of a deep breath. Yeah, definitely. I've been taking a lot of deep breaths today. <laughs> it's like my body's relearning how to breathe. Actually. Yeah. Remember when I got altitude sickness last week? <laughs> I um, did. <laughs> got altitude sickness for like maybe five hours, and then he just uh, went and did a late night sentence for five days. <laughs> but enough about me. In the news, the only thing I think we really need to mention to everyone listening out there is if you're on the fence about going to Fall Tour, please buy your tickets now. Yeah. Don't just go complaining El Goose when they're all sold out. These tickets are moving fast. They have been since the Sculpture Park shows. I highly recommend, if you do not have your Fall Tour tickets, buy them. Yeah. A lot of those shows are already sold out, right? Yeah, like, I think Terminal 5 sold out after night one. Yep. Sculpture Park. Yeah, right. Mission's close to selling out. If, or it, hasn't already, if it hasn't already, Denver, what are you doing? Yeah, and mo I mean, most of the tour, I think like 90% or you said something like 87% the other day was sold out. So, yeah, definitely get on that. That's privileged information. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh -huh, that's fine. They don't listen anyway. Let's see how it goes. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if somebody gets mad, we know they're listening. <laughs> but uh, before fall tour, we got the Lock and Farm Fred Fest coming up. Really excited about that lineup. Uh, if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Probably saving up a fall tour tickets or something. I have no idea. <laughs> but hopefully the Great Beyond will have some surprises down there. If you were lucky enough to catch the New Haven, you know how great prepared. Great preparers. Prepare we are. Beyond. Well, we're beyond prepared. See, yeah, yeah. yeah, we go above and beyond. Yeah, the surprise is just going to be me drooling on myself in the middle of a hot field. So, yeah, <laughs> you should definitely come down. <laughs> All right, let's talk about leg two. All right, in the Leg 1 episode, we broke down each show's set list by song, but since Leg 2 was a little longer, uh, a lot more repeats, we wanted to keep it a bit looser and just talk about the highlights of the shows and share some of our stories from the road to summarize this leg of the tour. So to kick things off, let's go up to Schwazy in New Hampshire. Uh, before the show, this was really my first chance to see a lot scene since 2019. Ooh, you just see like yeah. artists walking around, handing out stickers, people talking... You know, it, with COVID, I mean, I think a lot of venues really shut down the lot scene, but this was really cool to see. Yeah, and my and my favorite thing about it too, like we had, they had vendors there, they had food there, they had concessions, all the things that they they didn't have last year for the drive-in shows. Which I still love the drive-in shows, and and everybody had a great time at that drive-in show. It was cool to see people cooking out of the back of their cars and everything. Um, but it, you know, they really 
took it up a notch at Swansea now now Northlands and uh you know changing up that that whole environment it was a, it was a really cool improvement and plus like you were saying Joey it's just great to see a lot scene again and it, it was like a really refreshing kind of scene up there my favorite moment was driving Bruce's car up there because he had to be on a four o'clock work call on a Friday afternoon uh, who, who, who does that yeah <laughs> <laughs> but either way I mean I think uh, you know highlights wise obviously the food was great musically um, the guys just were, were clearly pumped to be back on stage uh, my highlight was was that labyrinth debut yeah. Um, right. Did they they open the second set with yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, it was so cool. Yeah. yeah, very cool to hear live. Labyrinth debut. Uh, rain started as soon as Labyrinth started. Um, I went and and got Kathleen a, a raincoat, which um, oh. <laughs> we still pay for merch here at the Great Beyond. Um, so <laughs> the most expensive dry cover we've ever purchased, but it was fine because <laughs> we had a sunny, sunny weekend in New Haven. Oh yeah, yeah. New Haven following up Swansea was was really really epic and and so cool to see the guys back in our home state playing at this brand new well redone venue, uh, the Westville Music Bowl it used to be the L Bowl and and um, it was so 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 cool to see them up on a big stage with and that was like one of their biggest shows up to that point obviously now they've played in front of a lot of fans since then but um they have about 2500 people there both nights the vibe was excellent everybody loves westville if you do have a chance to come up to connecticut for a show uh you should because because westville's this is the chillest venue um the people working there are cool as hell the venue setup is awesome the floor is awesome so definitely worth going to see and they got a lot of good acts there and in the same drawer as episode two, we have a whole bunch of video footage that we <laughs> recorded. Um, Joey, what were some of your highlights from uh, from from our event? Uh, yeah, so we had that amazingly lengthy red carpet. A lot of people strutting their stuff. It was oh, a yeah. lot of fun. Uh, some interviews we got. Ben's parents, Rich and June Akin, uh, former Pete of Bingo Tour fame, and son of Zeus himself, Jeffrey Arevalo came in and stopped uh, oh, and uh, yeah. talked to us. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, I don't think he answered one question. No, the, the first question was uh, something about how his jawline is chiseled, and he just responded, yes. Right, <laughs> yeah, because he's only heard that from me like <laughs> 2,000 times over the last few years. So. <laughs> I like to repeat the jokes over and over and over and over. <laughs> so yeah, we'll get that footage done once we catch up on some rest. Stay tuned. Um, musically, Joey, you love... Me and my uncle. I do love me and my uncle. And sadly, because uh, I was in a ridiculous tennis outfit, I had to go backstage and change real quick. So I missed the majority <laughs> of it. Yep. And then yep. came out. And they were, you know, starting up Flow Down, which, again, not upset about that at all. I got to meet up with my pod mates and uh, rip that dance party. And anytime they open a show with me and my uncle, it always, it's always a great show. You know, there's certain songs that if they if they start out with it, you know, it's going to be a fire night. Yeah. Um, and and they continued to crush. Uh, then that second set, night one, was really epic. And they ended that second set with that tumble into factory fiction, which was which was just one of the coolest moments that I've been a part of with watching this band. Did anything else notable happen during that second set? I don't think so. No, yeah. uh, I I just can't really remember. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't really yeah. remember anything. Uh, I, I guess not. Um, they had okay. <laughs> yeah. um, why don't we take a listen? <laughs> <laughs> Look if you want it, you behind the scratch, just turn the scrap, but you're ridiculously staring, take a listen, yes. <laughs> 
guy. Well, <laughs> don't remember that. Yeah, I totally blanked out during that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Trevor sounds great, though. Uh, but on to night two. Uh, so my morning started in the afternoon, got a couple drinks, and then went out to see Big Shrimp do a pre-show at Stella Blues, and that was really great uh, to see this rock trio. Young kids from Long Island really sounded great. Got me in the mood to see some uh, Goose, but sadly, Goose didn't show up. Uh, there was this other band full of Frankie... Other names I'm forgetting at the moment. Terry. Terry. Franz Petulipi. Uh, Lloyd. 2.0. And Kevin. And Kevin, yeah. And they came out and opened with Tribute to Gold, and I was just jumping up and down, hugging my friends, and they really didn't understand why, but I was psyched to hear that song. Yeah, good to see those guys in those outfits, too, man. Yeah, I mean, that look, they look great. Um, highlight for me, um, the legend, Dr. Herb Knight, graced the Westville Oh, yeah. Westville Music Bowl with his presence. Um, hadn't ever seen a Goose show before. Was not really knowing what to expect. Showed up a little bit late first set. By set two, he was finger gun pointing and dancing to SOS. <laughs> <laughs> and how could you not? <laughs> um, and, yeah, we got a lot of cool bust outs, too. We got SOS, which I expected and called in New Haven. Um, and then we also got that encore, uh, Butterrum and Mustang Sally, which was actually sick as hell so um it was another great night in new haven man and and like i said before just not, it's worth seeing a show there not 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 to be missed new haven and westville music bowl is the sickest place yeah check out their schedule because they got a ton of great shows coming up so they followed up new haven with a couple sleeper shows midweek shows in perry new york uh, that's town city township yeah, I don't know, community I've driven. never heard of before. No, no. Um, I guess it's a big bowling community. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't even remember who told me that, but I believe them. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a big bowling community. Um, Perry, New York, but they crushed it. Um, playing a lot of songs you might hear on a jukebox at a bowling alley. <laughs> Good one, yeah. <laughs> a little lot of Kenny Loggins. Um, a true then, Loggins run. Uh, yeah. the, the, the actual Loggins, you know, the Loggins suite was presented. Yeah. Um, and also, I mean, I, you know, we saw it on YouTube that highlight Western Sun Echo of a Rose was incredible. Uh, the Western Sunset, you know, and that, that was the sickest Western Sun I think they've ever played. 30 minutes while the sun was going down. Couldn't have been more epic. Let's bowl our way over to Legend Valley. Um, jo Joey and I couldn't go, but uh, we streamed at home, and our field correspondent, Bruce Robinson, went with uh, our godfather, Matt Kalinske. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Kalinske. Good dawn. Um, Bruce, give us, give us the rundown about Shohaya. Um, Well, I, Legend Valley, and, you know, we, we talked to Rob Chafin on this episode, um, but it's and you'll hear it then but it's just the coolest venue because of the vibe because of the people there um rob and kenny hook it up so big time me and uh kalinsky were in a trailer called the gray wolf um, wolfgang baby <laughs> aptly named the gray wolf that's it dog um and uh yeah we were definitely howling in there and uh i mean it was just it was just such a great it was such a great weekend we were everybody was nervous about weather night one uh, the weather ended up panning out really well. We had a beautiful weekend, uh, and and in all that vibe, there's it, it uh, the band really like 
catches on to that. And the band was super comfortable there. The fans are super comfortable there. And then what you get is two incredible shows. Um, I think Legend Valley Night 1 and Night 2 were some of, the, some of the best I've ever seen these guys play. And Night 2 might be one of the best shows I've ever seen them play. And uh, it's super loud there, you know. It's super relaxed. Having people camping there, you know, sets up like a kind of a festival vibe. Um, but so, yeah, I, I had an absolute blast. We got a lot of great, cool fans in the Midwest as well. Um, and, and it was just really fun to party with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, I haven't been out there for like the Covington Columbus family vibe, but Oof. from what I've heard, from what I've seen, like it's a must see thing when the band goes out there. Cause they definitely gave a shout out to that family by playing Strokin with coach on vocals, fulfilling the t-shirt that, uh, Ben was wearing up in New Haven, but it's a cover I've been wanting to see, you know, since I got in this band and they just wait for the shows that Joey doesn't go to, to play those songs. Yeah. So, you know, I yeah. guess that's my fault though. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, and you should take <laughs> that personally, Joey. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, a couple cool things broke down palace to encore night yeah. one. Um, many older men were crying, you know, and, um, a lot of silver ponytails. And then, uh, night two, that, uh, Moby, Moby Vaughn people are calling it. Oh, it was sick, man. And I mean, it just, they had this high energy both nights from the get go and just never, never let off the gas pedal. And, and when Goose plays like that, and it's just such a fun, fun time. And then they had to also rip that Earthlinger alien without the uh, the DMX hologram from New Haven. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> um, so let's fast forward to uh, one of the only shows, or I guess four shows this run that we did not have a Great Beyond member at. First was uh, the two nights at the Pines in Eclair, Wisconsin. Eclair. 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 Yeah, I mean, forget the shows. The sound checks were where the party was. Yeah. I don't know the logistics of it. Like we said, we weren't there, but uh, everybody who was at the show was basically at the sound checks. So it was just another set where they played a Use Me, which when was the last time they played that? Last Use Me, according to a website, which I will not mention publicly until it launches. Thank you. Um, <laughs> was in 2017 at Sierra Nevada Brewing Company in North Carolina. Um, but other two were oh, like, damn. you know, early Factory Underground shows and, uh, you know, just kind of some hometown things. The guys really don't play Use Me much. No, and a lot of these old covers that they used to play a lot uh, a lot more, and like you said, at hometown shows, you know, when we, we'd get these Thanksgiving shows that they'd play like a lot of covers. And um, yeah, you just, you just don't hear them really much anymore, but it's kind of a good reminder, I mean, to the fans that, you know, Legend Valley was kind of like, it felt like a festival with, with just Goose, right? And then Wisconsin, from everything I've heard and, and what I was seeing, it was kind of like a festival with just Goose. Because then Thursday, people who got there early really lucked out, got a really cool hour-long sound check on Thursday. And then um, and then they did it two more times, you know, before the shows and, and gave people a little bit more music. And, uh, you know, and the vibe there looked awesome. And I didn't hear, I don't think I heard one one complaint from any of the fans online or, or anything about Wisconsin. So. Which is strange because we hear a whole lot of complaints from <laughs> it's people pretty, online. Pretty, pretty much all I hear. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it looked awesome. And honestly, if they play out there again, I'm definitely going. Absolutely. And there's footage of those sound checks up on YouTube, so be sure to check those out. Um, but anything from the shows that stuck out to you guys? Any highlights? Um, 
I was streaming somewhere and I was not concentrating too hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think I remember, yeah, that Mosque Nada was, yeah. that, was really sick. That can't I think, get you out of my head. I think they, they took that out there. And then um, The Way It Is, right? They they put, they crushed away mm -hmm. The Way It Is jam. Yeah. Um, so they definitely had some good stuff going on there. Uh, I don't know what else. Oh, yeah, Dark Horse, too. Yeah. Yeah. Of they, course. That's yeah. up on YouTube, right. too. Yeah. yeah. They crushed that as well. And even the banter going into the encore night, too. Like, the way Peter's talking, the way the, the band is just kind of messing with each other, joking around. You could tell how loose they felt there. And that's when the best shows come, I feel like. And that's why some of these places are, are, are great, because the, the band really, like, kind of thrives in those environments like these nice really pretty natural surroundings not huge and overwhelming you know kind of intimate but like still big enough for people to you know camp and party and let loose and, and move around and, and there's activities and stuff and the band really feeds off those vibes and and that's why it's cool all of these little places that they're playing at now i mean that's why they keep ripping these shows they're just so comfortable speaking of little places mm. livingston montana yeah <sighs> unbelievable looking shows huge shout out to the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Neil Landry oh, for live streaming in El Goose. That was incredible. <laughs> Thank you so much. Crushed. It was great to be. Really feel like I was part of the show there. Um, and uh, like I was contributing, although it's just me commenting on the internet. Oh, yeah. Watching. Um, from, <laughs> yeah, sorry for those bed. comments. Yeah, it's <laughs> all love. It relieved a lot of my FOMO. I don't think I've. I don't think I've regretted missing a show that bad in years, you know, and, and when I, at least I was able to watch Neil's stream and really made up for it. Uh, but they, they also crushed Montana too. There were a lot of highlights from Montana shows. Like what? <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, set one, set one, we got, uh, Marie's the name, his latest flame, a song I've been wanting to see since Yarmouth. Um, so I was happy they brought that back out, that it's still in the rotation, um, set to travelers into flow down, where we got a little sit-in from uh, the Kitchen Dwellers. Oh, uh, from Torin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Yep. Yeah. Um, Torin, Banjo. so yeah. dynamic, man. Torin's incredible. Yeah, and that flow down, yeah. That, I mean, it's just the perfect song to uh, to throw a banjo into. And, oh, and they really And they really crushed that version. And that Marie's the name. Um, didn't they jam that out, too? I remember that being, like, a really cool kind of, like, dancey funk jam out of that Elvis song. <laughs> yeah. So that was pretty neat. I think um, I hopped on the stream when they were in that jam. I didn't even recognize it. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> well, night two also, I want to just double up on that Peggyo love light, man. Jeez. Yeah, I was too tired from watching Neil stream the first night. I could only get through like a little bit of the, of that stream that night, but uh, so I missed that. But yeah, I'm pretty pissed. <laughs> I would have liked to hear Peggyo again, uh, Rick, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll get it sometime because I don't see us stopping anytime soon. Denver. Colorado, Sculpture Park, whole lot of people, whole bunch of vibe. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I I don't know what else can be said about these Denver shows that hasn't already been said a lot online, but to see the band play in front of 5,000 people two nights in a row, it's a huge park in Denver, was just uh, monumental, you know? And to see everybody vibing, too, like... One of my favorite moments from that weekend was when they dropped into Empress after... 726. 726. Yeah. And 
like Getty would just wash the crowd in white lights and and immediately on the first chords of Empress I just saw 4,000 people's hands go up in the air and like everybody knows these songs now everybody knows the words and it was just a throwdown at that point um but yeah they they came to play they put on two really epic shows everybody's been talking about legend valley i have two as two of the best shows i think they've ever played but um denver is definitely up in the running you know uh, too. they really they really came with it i think i say this after every show but the set two from night one was maybe the greatest set of music i've ever seen starting off with that fish in the sea right from there it was just gone yeah and then like you said that empress which if you hear during uh Peter's piano solo, you hear the crowd just start to build up and start cheering. I think that's when the glow stick war started happening, like a little mini glow stick war went on in Denver, but it all meshed together. Uh, That's not confirmed. It was really wild. And then not only of night one, not only was night one epic and just the sense of the goose show, then after that, you know, everybody made their way down in Cervantes. Our co-host here, Greg Knight, was actually throwing down a DJ set, spit some rhymes, Kitchen Dwellers came on. Rick and Peter sat in with Kitchen Dwellers. The Kitchen Dwellers show was sick. Incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. And then Greg capped off the night with with some more beats after that. And I mean, I was just it was just one of the most fun nights I've had in in, in ages. It was really something. Tried my best to convince Kitchen Dwellers to let me join the band. <laughs> they weren't having it, but I would love to do something with them again. Thank you to everyone who came out to Cervantes too. And um, you know, just Stood out there and got real sweaty with us. It was a great time. Yeah, it was awesome. And Cervantes is so much fun. Um, but yeah, night two didn't night two didn't disappoint either. It was an epic follow up to night one. Um, and that night two set two was also flames. Oh, yeah. Absolutely flames. That arrow went what almost thirty minutes. Um, Creatures was insane. Oh, yeah. Getty was just absolutely on fire this weekend. He I was. mean, the stage package that Getty had with those new circle lights. Yeah, he was having a great time. Um, I do want to mention set one Arcadia. The just the energy in the first few rows of like once Peter hopped on the clav. I've never really seen like the first few rows of people kind of entirely turned and facing one musician. And when Peter started crushing the clav, people went wild. I happen to be watching from the stage. No big deal. And, um, and and people went insane. And like you know, Peter really plays off that hype. Um, oh, yeah. And it, it was great. I mean, that was that was an incredible Arcadia. But I, I totally agree. Like set two was awesome. Got the Jim James cover too. State of the art. Yeah, was, I was I was like I'm I'm never gonna hear this again. And I really love that cover. I yeah. think they do an excellent job with that. It's a really cool vibe. It'll, you know, they really like make that sound like a goose song you know and it's really like that mellow kind of like trancey kind of vibe it's really awesome um and then uh let's see what else do we have in joey's notes um (laughs) (laughs) no dude there's nothing like i mean i don't know you know don't do it everybody knows the song by the band the goose has been covering it for a while and they just do such a great job so to close that out uh close that show out with don't do it was just such the icing on the cake yeah i had some new friends uh behind me both drummers so they were really hyped on that big lee von helm fans obviously so they were just like oh you better sing along to every word they were freaking out so great way to end the show it was their first goose show they thought it was the best show they'd ever seen so new fans everywhere 
Don't you know. do it is what we should have told ourselves before heading out to another after party uh, <laughs> <laughs> on Saturday yeah, really. night. Um, we went to see our homies in Eminence Ensemble at New Conscious. New Conscious, incredible, incredible venues, smart installations, big plays, whole lot of vibe. Yeah, um, yeah. Anything else happened there? Thanks to Kaylee for hooking that up. Um, Thanks, Kaylee. Yeah. yeah, Eminence Ensemble crushed. Um, I don't remember if anything else happened there no I don't, I don't think so much like new haven night one nothing much yeah for whatever reason i'm really foggy on those details but um yeah, yeah nothing in the notes either huh well maybe these memories will resurface after we get some rest but yeah. that is it right like this is summer tour we're wrapped man yeah. i mean awesome and and what a summer tour it was and then i i just can't wait to kick it off again in the fall you know obviously they got some festival stops in between those are going to be fire but um yeah, I'm really looking forward to what they're going to bring to the table in fall tour. Indoor venues opened up again. That's going to be rowdy. Yeah, and that's what I keep hearing from fans is like the previous tour, they just elevate themselves on the next tour. And then each show within that tour is elevating themselves even further. So it just gets, just gets better and better. And I'm sure fall tour is going to be the same starting off Terminal 5 in New York in October. I've been telling everybody buy their tickets. And if they hadn't by the time I told them, tickets are gone. gone. It's a wrap. Yeah, yeah. sorry. We can't help. No, <laughs> nope. no, no. I can barely acquire my own tickets. <laughs> so we've got a whole lot coming up um, from us, hopefully. Do we? I don't know. We'll see. Oh man. Um, but uh, <laughs> you know, you know, for now, get those festival tickets. We we are gonna what, rest and recoup and be ready to rock for fall tour. Um, so, uh, oh yeah. And expect some more content from the great beyond. I know it seems like we're not going to give you more content, but we will. Yeah. So look out for some more episodes. Yeah. We'll soon. find something to talk about yeah, and bring it to you. Yeah, definitely. And now a message from our sponsors. So have you ever been thinking, I need <laughs> sorry, a sorry. new... <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> So have you ever been thinking to yourself, hey, I need a new pair of sneakers, but I'm middle-aged and uh, a man and I have kids and I have a small lawn um, and I need really heavy and uncomfortable shoes to wear to a show. Well, let me tell you about Skechers. <laughs> Skechers is headquartered in Manhattan Beach, California. It's an American lifestyle and performance footwear company. Uh, and they make really stylish sneakers that weigh like five pounds each. Um, and they're not, they don't really form to the bottom of your foot so much. Even the memory foam ones are kind of stiff. But if you need a pair of sneakers to wear to a show and look really good in, you could maybe consider buying Skechers. <laughs> and plus, they're usually not more than $45 a pair, so go have at it, you know? Uh, and then and that's a word from our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Skechers. Thank you, Skechers. <laughs> it's the S. <laughs> oh, boy. Cool. Can't Hopefully can't we can't don't get sued. Yeah, yeah. Can't <laughs> for that. Just a quick season desist. <laughs> All right. And I can close it out. <laughs> All right, we are here with the Rob Chafin, drummer of the works, uh, promoter of Legend Valley, does a little bit of everything in Columbus, Ohio, musically. Uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Rob Chafin. Welcome, Rob. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. What's up? You know, we also forgot, what, Rob has a restaurant out there, too. Oh, uh, Rob does have a restaurant. Crunchworks, which is just the sickest thing ever. I mean, I got the best, like... What was that like a um, ta Taco Bell like 
uh, rap kind of thing. A like crunch the, rap? Crunch rap, except it was far better. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It saved my life when I went out there. <laughs> it's definitely not, not a crunch rap supreme. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's not. Just like this is not a goose podcast. Not a goose podcast. <laughs> um, so, Rob, we, got, we were really lucky to be able to hang out with you a bunch uh, during leg two of tour. Uh, you came out to New Haven saw you in Denver, and of course you got to keep an eye on Bruce and keep him alive at Legend Valley. Um, <laughs> what are your thoughts on the shows? Tell us some of your highlights, maybe your favorite show out of the run, um, and just your initial impressions. Sure, well, I have a unique perspective from uh, seeing Goose over the years, actually. Goose played um, a bunch of times at Columbus when I first started seeing him, but then they played my music venue, the Summit Music Hall, and sold it out pre-sale uh, way back in uh, November 2019. Oh, yeah. And um, that, was, that was when I was like, wow, these guys are on fire right now, and I'm super, super happy for them back then. And then ever since then, they just keep leveling up and leveling up. And, uh, um, you know, we had them for our drive-in show back in the fall, and then that was another level up at Legend Valley. Uh, but then, really, these last three shows, really were, were were awesome experiences and and uh starting off in in connecticut I, I knew i had to come to that show because i wanted to see them in their hometown and uh i really think that show was like uh the first like they, they, they really started to stretch their legs in that show and uh kind of play that big stage and like own it as the headliner and um it was really cool to see from that, from uh, my perspective on that show and then we go to legend valley and that's when they really can stretch their legs and i think i think it goes without saying that that second night at legend valley is one of the, the best shows they've, they've played and uh oh, it seems like a lot of people are saying that definitely so, definitely uh, yeah yeah I, I think it's something to be said about legend valley and just uh the experience there and you know we always say happy cows make happy milk because <laughs> we just like we like to take care of people there and make them feel at home and I think it translates to the stage because man they, they played some killer sets there and then it's like they took all that and that whole run going to Denver and wow that that Saturday night of Denver that I got to see was was something spectacular and uh, it was really cool to see the turnout and they they just played phenomenal that creatures on that last night man that that just uh, threw to the top for me so. It was, great, it was a great three, three show run for me here. Uh, watching these guys just keep leveling up. Yeah, definitely, time. definitely, man. And you mentioned at Legend Valley that I mean it was definitely a hot spot for a lot of bands, especially during the pandemic, just because the layout is so conducive to it. But what about what you guys do at the venue makes artists comfortable enough to go out there and play a killer show? Yeah, because Goose was producing a lot of happy milk that weekend. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of happy milk. <laughs> Well, you know, it's just, uh, it could be just like that Ohio vibe, but like that whole like family community vibe that we got going on at Legend Valley. And we like to take care of the artists, give them, give them some ruckuses to drive around, you know, just make sure that they, they got enough food and, and drinks and they're happy and they're just taken care of. And, and that's, we just make sure that the hospitality is on point and make sure everyone's, you know, having a good time because, like I said, that, that translates. When the artists are having a good time, the fans are having a good time, and everyone's having a good time, and that's what it's all about uh, at these events. 
Yeah, I think that totally makes sense. Every time I'm at Legend Valley with the band, I am so happy and so comfortable that I don't go to sleep, so I don't <laughs> miss a moment <laughs> of Legend Valley. Um, but you, you have some, some awesome stuff coming up this week. Uh, I mean, obviously, we know the works are such an important group in, in Ohio. Um, and so, so tell us about what's, what's coming up this weekend. So, yeah, we have the 11th. I would say annual, but we we weren't able to do it last year for various <laughs> reasons. But um, it's the 11th rendition of the Workout Music and Arts Festival, and it's our, our party we throw every year uh, at Legend Valley, and it's, uh, it's it's like a family reunion for the works and, and all of our friends, fans. Uh, we got Papadocio two nights. We got Dopapod. We got Lay Special. We got Disco. We're doing this uh, super jam with Papadocio and Dopapod on Saturday night to close out the festival. We just added a late night stage. Uh, we just made it BYOB, actually. Oh, nice. Uh, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're really excited to, to make this year, you know, especially after coming out of the pandemic. And everyone's had such a, you know, it's, it's been, it's been a, a rough time for a lot of people. And we, we want to give back and, and make a, a really awesome experience for the fans. And uh, we're, we're so excited. We also just got uh, our founding base player, uh, founding member of the works, Chucky Love, is now back in the band. And, oh, nice. Uh, we couldn't be more excited. Uh, it really is the works 3.0 right now for us, and uh, we're really we're really excited to show everybody what we've been working on right now. Yeah, man, that's awesome. And I, I do got to say to our listeners, I mean, I, I know you mentioned it already, Rob, but that, that family vibe and just the entire vibe around Legend Valley, the sound there, the setup of the grounds, it is absolutely spectacular. It's so much fun. If I wasn't, like, running on pretty much no sleep over the last three weeks, I would be down to come out this workout festival. <laughs> I would be down to go to anything out there because it's just, it's just so much fun, man, and it's so cool. You know, and I think it, to anybody that's that's considering it, they should definitely they should definitely take the trip. There's definitely some uh, some good good vibes off uh, in that property, and I can't even explain it. When I'm on stage, I just feel this special aura. And uh, I don't know if you knew this or not, but there's there's these Indian burial mounds on on site, and uh, we like to think that somehow that helps uh, just kind of create some magic. Sometimes. Oh, nice! Yeah. Especially when it's yeah. supposed to. It's about to rain all of a sudden. Almost every time, the the, the sky just splits right before, and we, we luck out a lot of times. So we like to think some some people are looking out for us. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean that 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 definitely happened at, at Goose too, because that whole Friday <laughs> show we were like going to get hail. We thought it was going to be a lightning storm, all kinds of stuff, and then yeah, the sky broke open, and we had that beautiful sky sunset. Oh, it was. Yeah, we had some- some of the best pictures we've ever had. Oh, um, so Adam cool. Bird, Adam Berto. we got to throw out that shout-out to Mr. Adam so Yeah, we definitely should. Berta's been taking pictures for the guys uh, most of this tour um, in May, yeah. June, and July, and, and he is a fantastic photographer. It's great to have him on board. Yeah. I was really impressed with his most recent Denver. I was really happy. Yeah, he got some really incredible good. shots for sure. Yeah, big, huge shout out to Berta. I actually met Berta the first time at Legend Valley, I think in 2018, right. in 2018 at Resonance. Um, and just to kind of tie this all full circle, it's like, not only did Berta take incredible photos, but also 
the sky opened up for Goose their second night at Resonance 2018. So there is definitely something, something vibey going on there. Yeah, it's funny because every, everywhere else it just poured on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere, you know, the environment everywhere else is like fuck these guys. And the like, Valley's like, no, come home. We'll give you sun. You know, it's like okay, sweet. In beautiful sunny Ohio, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so Rob, I noticed on the workouts page that it is a socially distant festival experience. I was wondering if that's still in relation to the pandemic and trying to keep people healthy, or is that just something that people prefer now, to be separated in pods? Do you think that's a format that's going to continue in Legend Valley? So actually, that, that was the format, like we did for Goose and Pigeons playing ping pong and Dark Star Orchestra and all the other events we've had there this summer but actually a few weeks ago we we made the call to rip up the pods and make it a full-blown festival nice. so that's oh. actually what it used to be we just switched it to back to a festival format meaning that there's no pods um it's going to be like a amphitheater ga lawn type of uh thing now and uh, we're really looking forward to not having any limitations and kind of bringing it back to how we used to have it. And I know the fans are super pumped as well because, uh, you know, as much as everyone, a lot of people do like the pods and they're nice, but I think everyone wants that sense of normalcy also. Mm. And uh, I think we're ready to kick it back to the way we used to do things. Yeah, for sure. And and the sound is so great at Legend Valley and the ground is just it's just perfectly set up for that. So it's like you can still there's not a bad spot in that entire venue. And even when you're GA, it's it's just going to be such a rowdy party for the workout, man. It's going to be awesome. Oh, I know. Oh. I mean, it really is. And I've been to a lot of a lot of big events there. You know, the Grateful Dead used to do 60,000 people there back in the late 80s and 90s. And uh and uh, you know, Lost Lands does like fifty thousand, and it, it's wild that even when there's so many people there, you can just see the stage from all angles. Yeah, it's it's perfect so for yeah. for artists. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. And so, like beyond the workout this weekend, um, what what acts are you most excited for coming up this year at Legend Valley? Um, well, we're, we're kind of going closing out here. Excision does Lost Lands and kind of takes all of September to put all the dinosaurs up and make it turn it into <laughs> Jurassic Park. <laughs> so yeah. all we have is is that in, insane clown posse's coming doing their gallery. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna bless the the grounds with some Pago. Definitely. Oh, nice. I was just gonna say I just have some Fago here. I was just drinking, so yeah, pretty, pretty impressive. <laughs> dope, dope. So, um, with the works, are you guys? Are you guys? You know, as you're entering 3.0, got reunited and it feels so good. Got the original bassist back. Are you guys hitting the road this fall? Yeah. So um, we're actually uh, at the workout going to make some announcements from stage about what we're we're doing this fall. Uh, as of right now, we only have summer camp music festival on the books, but uh, we got a, we got a couple surprises we're about to announce here. Can't say it now, but um, yeah, we're we're ready to start revving up the engines again here, and uh, once again stoked to stoked for people to see what we got cooking right now with uh, our original 
bass player back in the band, and uh, I, I, I'm, I, I know, I know, uh, Hauser and I, family members, are just so happy to have Chuck back and have that rock and roll vibe kind of coming back to the band again. So uh, I'm, I'm excited for you guys to see us next. So Hell yeah, I'll dude. let you know here. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah for dates. sure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> dude, I've seen enough Goose shows. I'm ready for Works 3.0 tour <laughs> like, right now. You know, I was already thinking about going on Dua Lipa tour, honestly, but yeah. so the work sounds better. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I mean, so if you're out there listening and you want to know what's coming for Works 3.0, you better head down to the workout and BYOB and prepare to not be in a there pod. You go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Rob, do you have anything else? Anything else coming up you want to let the listeners know about? Ways they can find the work or find any information about the festival? Yeah, I mean, you can just go to theworkoutfestival.com. It has a lot of info on everything, all the, the set times and frequently asked questions and all that stuff. Uh, you know, and uh, definitely come to outside of the works in Legend Valley and, and everything. You know, definitely come down and check out the summit music hall in columbus ohio that's my my music venue right next to ohio state campus uh right next to crunchworks come get some food come check out a show you know we love to post all of our friends there all the time and uh the other thing that i got cooking right now so well it sounds next like you, you got plenty got yeah <laughs> oh dude i yeah i can't wait to come back honestly and and, and anybody i don't question going out to columbus ohio and and chilling out there and going to the summit going to crunchworks and going to legend valley it's it's just the best it's just the most fun it's so relaxed everybody's so cool out there uh you, you can't beat it you really can't it's like a little gem tucked yeah. away in the center of the country you know <laughs> <laughs> well right yeah, we can't wait to Rob, thanks for joining us today, heading down the pathway. As we know, this is not a Goose podcast. This is uh, the Works podcast. Yeah, it's now the Works podcast. It's the Works podcast <laughs> from here on out. Um, we love Legend Valley. We love Rob Chafin. And we are looking forward to seeing you again soon. Yeah, hopefully on yes. stage, too, man. <laughs> With a Greg Knight freestyle. Well, hey, it's a great talking to you guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Look out, We want to thank our special guest, Rob Chafin from The Works, for heading down the pathway with us today. Definitely check out the Workout Festival if you're in Ohio. And uh, a big shout-out to our our sponsors. Move your feet, you lose your seat. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself, Greg. Uh, and, and not only with the Workout Festival, but looking forward to the festival season that's just progressing throughout the summer. Obviously, Goose has a couple festival stops at uh, Floyd coming up, Fred Fest, so... Uh, Joey and I will definitely be there, and there's going to be some cool surprises at Fred Fest, so uh, definitely check it out, and we'll see you there. Definitely. The Great Beyond was engineered by Robbie Chemical at Gary's Electric in Brooklyn, New York. On behalf of my co-host, I'd like to thank Rob for taking the time to speak with us, our manager, Kathleen Rothschild, for the mimosas. They were even more fire today. Unbelievably fire. Incredible. Welcome back, Kathleen. And most of all, you the listeners for tuning in. Be sure to catch a ride with us next time down the pathway to The Great Beyond. It was me rapping. Great beyond.